breaking news from KXAN News. And breaking at five, Austin police have arrested a man now being called a serial killer. Thanks for joining us. I'm Daniel Marin. And I'm Britt Moreno. Check this out. This is a photo of 62-year-old Raul Mesa. Austin police say he confessed to murdering his 80-year-old roommate, Jesse Fraga, and said he was ready to kill again. Our Nabil Ramadna has more on the bombshell news police are saying tonight. Nabil, they're looking into some 10 cold cases they think he's connected to. Absolutely. A lot more murders he could be linked to as this investigation goes on. But Raul Meza has a long criminal record dating back to the 1970s. And most of those incidents, well, they are violent in nature. Now, the most uh, recent of those involving an 80-year-old Jesse Fraga, who was his roommate, according to police on May 24th, Meza called 311, where he was transferred to homicide detectives. Now, during that call, Meza confessed to killing Fraga. He then went on saying he killed a woman in 2019. Detectives identifying that woman as 66-year-old Gloria Lofton, who was strangled to death. After the call, police worked with U.S. Marshals to track down Mesa at a bus stop in North Austin, where he was arrested and taken into custody without incident. But it's what they found him with and what he said that would shock you. He had a bag with him, and in, in that bag uh, contained zip ties, duct tape, flashlight, and a uh, 22 caliber pistol with additional rounds in that bag. We did talk to Royal Mesa last night. We won't go into the details of that conversation because um, it's part of the investigation. But I will let you know that Mr. Mesa said he was ready and prepared to kill again, and he was looking forward to it. Now, we asked detectives how many cases he could be linked to as they continue to investigate. They said between 8 to 10 cold cases, and there could be even more. Now, coming up at 6 p.m., we'll tell you a little more about the case, and we'll also hear from family members of an 8-year-old girl he murdered back in the 80s. Reporting live, Nabil Ramadna, KXAN News. Stunning news, Nabil. Thank you so much. The United States Marshals Service leads the Lone Star Fugitive Task Force. That's the entity that helped Austin police make this arrest. It is is staffed with officers from different law enforcement agencies. The U.S. Marshals say the purpose of these forces is to help local law enforcement agencies find and arrest the most dangerous fugitives in high-profile investigations. In 2022, fugitive task forces arrested over 75,000 fugitives and cleared over 95,000 warrants. Shootings across the United States left at least 16 people dead and dozens more injured over Memorial Day weekend. The gun violence happened at beaches, high schools, and motorcycle rallies, among other locations, across at least eight states, with victims ranging from teenagers to people in their 60s. Uh, most recently, nine people, including several children, were hurt in a shooting in the Hollywood Beach area of Florida last night. Police say a fight between two groups led to the shooting. Two arrests have been made, and police are looking for at least three others. Well, think about it. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty uh, crazy, right? Uh, in, in broad daylight, in the middle of a holiday weekend with thousands of people on the, one of the busiest public beaches in the country, uh, for people to come in and suddenly start shooting at each other in broad daylight, who does that? Now, three of the adult victims have been treated and released from the hospital. Wild video tonight. A vicious storm churned off the coast of South Carolina, hurling winds of 80 miles per hour. Those gusts thrashed Carnival's Sunshine cruise ship as it approached the coast. Swells of nearly 20 feet tilted the ship, flooding corridors on board. It all lasted over 12 hours. One cancer survivor was on board and said the experience was, quote, 
three times scarier than my treatment. Mm, yikes. That ship is 900 feet long, I was reading. So for it to move that much, to wow. tip everything over and break all the bottles, that must have been a heck of a storm. Just so powerful. No kidding. So what's happening here at home? We're heating up and drying out. Calmer weather after the Hill Country got hammered with some rain on Memorial Day yesterday. Let me take you outside where my favorite view in town, the Lorenz and Lorenz 360 cam, looks lovely. This is over at Loop 360, close to the Pennybacker Bridge. Green hills after all the May rainfall we've enjoyed and a few clouds trying to bubble up. Most of these, though, will not be producing rain. Temperatures a little cooler where we have seen rain. 70s up in Cameron, but 89 in Austin. You factor in the humidity and the heat index is starting to remind us summer is around the corner. It feels like 91 with the humidity in the shade right now in downtown Austin. The radar is not very active, but we are watching east of Austin especially for a couple of isolated showers along Highway 77. One thunderstorm northwest of Rockdale in uh, Milam County. This is sending a boundary that may produce some additional rain in the Austin area this evening. I'll show you that coming up. Also coming up, we've got the hottest temperatures in a week, a dry stretch, and how long that lasts. We're also tracking a weekend storm system win to plan on our next rain. All right, David, thank you very much. The nation's debt limit deal faced its first big test today on Capitol Hill as the Rules Committee met to go over the bill. As Drew Petromol reports, lawmakers are back in Washington after the long holiday weekend, working to get this bill through Congress before time runs out. With less than a week left to avoid a first-ever default on the nation's debt, party leaders working to sell a compromise deal to skeptical lawmakers. We strongly urge both chambers to pass the bill and send it to the president's desk. The deal extends the debt limit for two years while keeping spending roughly the same. I've talked to many about whether they're for or against the bill. I'm not sure what in the bill people are concerned about. It is the largest savings of $2.1 we've ever had. President Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, who crafted the deal, are facing criticism from some of the most liberal and conservative members of their parties. Let me be very clear, not one Republican should vote for this deal. It is a bad deal. Republican hardliners say the bill doesn't go far enough to cut spending. They include members of the key House Rules Committee, but Republican allies of Speaker McCarthy say the majority of the conference supports the bill. We cannot let perfect be the enemy of the good, and I guarantee you the majority of the House is going gonna, is gonna to agree. Meanwhile, liberal Democrats are criticizing concessions made by President Biden, including new work requirements for some people on food stamps and the fast-tracking of energy projects. Ironically, both Democratic and Republican members, I think, struggling with this vote, uh, the same dynamic, but for almost opposite reasons. Getting the plan through Congress will likely require votes from both parties, a delicate balancing act for leaders with a deadline for default fast approaching. In Washington, Drew Petromo, NBC News. Well, summer is here and so is a busy travel season. We're going to tell you which days of 2023 have been some of the busiest in Austin's airport history. And police in Iowa are searching for survivors from a building collapse. Why people are pleading for them to be found before that building is torn down. And the Texas legislative session is wrapping up. A look at the KXAN investigations making a difference in our state. 
Memorial Day weekend is here and marks the unofficial start of the summer travel season. And judging by how busy Austin's airport was, you may want to plan for extra time the next time you are deciding to take a trip. The airport has seen nearly 5 million passengers so far this year. May 2023 seems to be accounting for a decent amount of those passengers with two of the busiest travel days in airport history. Now, Sunday, May 21st is the fifth busiest day. It had over 36,000 passengers. This past Friday, May 26th, ranks as the 10th busiest day with just over 35,000 flyers. Travel days during this year's South by Southwest and spring break are high in the top 10 busiest days as well. To find our in-depth number breakdown from our digital data reporter, Christopher Adams, you can find that at KXAN.com. Well, five people are still missing following the collapse of a historic apartment building in Davenport, Iowa. This happened on Sunday. The latest rescue happened yesterday after authorities thought that everyone was accounted for. Investigators say the building is unsafe and needs to be demolished, but protesters say those missing need to be found before it's torn down. Police say they are doing everything they can to hopefully find more survivors. The cause of the collapse has not yet been determined. Well, pretty warm day today, but remember this is normal for this time of the year. 89 degrees compared to an average of 91. It could be hotter as well. The record for today's date in Austin, 101 degrees. No measurable rain yet in Austin, but coming up, we are tracking some evening showers and how hot will be a little later this week. With the Texas legislative session wrapping, we're seeing several KXAN investigations making a difference at the state capitol. We've been tracking bills sparked by those investigations all session, and now know seven are going to Governor Greg Abbott to be signed into law. Some passed in the last hours lawmakers could act. On the last day of the session, the governor signed a bill for more transparent medical billing in Texas, a direct result of a KXAN investigation. We first discovered this issue after a Central Texas hospital sued hundreds of patients over unpaid medical bills. Several patients told us they received vague bills and could not get itemized invoices before the lawsuits against them. The legislation now requires hospitals to provide a written, understandable, itemized invoice before sending patients to collections. Another medical measure passed by lawmakers after a KXAN investigation, a bill to protect patients from dangerous doctors. Last year, we told you about doctors coming to Texas practicing with clean records on their medical board profiles, despite having their medical licenses revoked in other states. The reporting that you did where you uncovered all of the physicians who had lost their license in other states and that was not disclosed on the Texas Medical Board's website is Exhibit A as to the problem. The bill aims to make it a Class A misdemeanor to lie on medical license applications, prevent doctors who had their licenses revoked in other states from practicing in Texas, and require monthly monitoring of all physicians with the National Practitioner Data Bank. The medical legislation passed after KXAN investigations even extends to animal doctors in Texas after lawmakers voted to temporarily attach the state's board of veterinary medical examiners to another state agency in order to help with data collection and management issues. The measure will allow the Texas Department of Licensing and Regulation to assist the board with policymaking and administrative oversight for the next four years. Lawmakers added a provision allowing the vet board to retain rulemaking powers on matters related to scope of practice and medical concerns. 
Following years of KXA investigations on the Texas Commission on Law Enforcement, state lawmakers passed an expansive bill to reform the agency, giving it more power to hold police accountable, approve new departments, license new officers, and more. The bill gives T. Cole the authority to set minimum standards for new departments and create a publicly searchable database of licensed peace officers in the state. The agency will also check the personnel files of new applicants who previously worked in other states to make sure their license wasn't revoked. Another measure already signed by the governor will expand access to the state's crime victims compensation fund and increase payouts for certain claims. The move widens eligibility for household members of victims, increases relocation compensation, and increases lost wages for family members of deceased victims and more. KXAN investigated problems with the program last year and found several employees said they were overworked and the program was understaffed, struggling to pay claims fast enough. Records from the Attorney General's office show it now takes an average six months for victims to receive a first payment on a claim, and that's a record high. Another crime-related bill, sparked in part by a KXAN investigation, will rid paper license plates, and it now goes to the governor. And with that, Mr. Speaker, I concur with Senator Mimmons. It aims to ensure metal plates would replace those temporary dealer plates. For years, we've investigated what became a $200 million black market, letting criminals infiltrate the Texas DMV system and sell counterfeit tags. Our coverage led to the resignation of top officials at the state agency. The bill's author previously said our investigations helped educate lawmakers about the extent of the problem. The more we dove into it, and the more we've seen stories like you do. You see the one I'm going after? Casuals. We realized what a major problem it is. The DMV has until next year to come up with a rule to implement the change, which would not take effect until 2025. That's all contingent on the governor signing these bills. He has a few weeks to do so. Most of these bills, including this next one, would go into effect September 1st. And this next one comes after a six-year KXAN investigation spanning four legislative sessions pushing for police transparency. With just hours to go this legislative session, lawmakers voted to close a controversial legal gap known as the dead suspect loophole. The issue is an exemption in the state's Public Information Act giving police discretion to withhold records in cases where a suspect does not go through the court process. Despite some law enforcement opposition, the bill's author previously told us it gained momentum this session after the mass shooting in Uvalde after the gunman died. The issue with it, it became extremely pronounced during, during that investigation because what we needed were the facts. We needed the, the documentation. We needed the videos. We needed to know what happened. We'll also keep you updated on the progress of these bills online. Catch up on how we got here. Just scan the QR code on your screen now to head to the investigative section of KXAN.com and search for this story. Josh Hinkle, KXAN Investigates. First warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. Well, 19 minutes after 5 and you're back to work Tuesday. Pretty pleasant, especially compared to the 1 to 2 inches of rain that some in the hill country saw yesterday. Green uh, bottom here on the camera and blue top. We've got lovely sunshine here at the South Austin Lady Bird Johnson Wildflower Center. There's the camera. No rain in Travis County nor up and down the I-35 corridor. But we got one thunderstorm in Milam County and another little cluster here just southeast of Schulenburg. We have one little downpour popping up. 
up here in northern Bastrop County. Folks on the south side of 290 near Elgin getting a little bit wet. Down to the southeast, we are watching this little boundary bringing some scattered storms toward Schulenburg and Flatonia. Eventually, rain, though, this evening will not be widespread. You can see on our best high-resolution computer model updated every single hour with the latest data that rain will remain pretty sparse over the next couple hours. Here's 8, 9, 10 p.m., mainly just from Austin eastward, a 10, 20 percent chance of rain at best, so you probably won't see it. You can see this is part of a large cluster of broken showers and thunderstorms across about the eastern half of the state. This is associated with some moisture and instability from the Gulf of Mexico this evening. But soon, that's heading out as a fair weather system, high pressure, blue H meaning blue skies, moves in. This is going to mean hotter and drier weather for the next couple of days. But here's your first warning on the next system, which is heading our way. This spinning storm just off the central California coast. This is coming here with an impact to our weekend plans. In the meantime, temperatures are what we're watching the next couple of days. After an isolated shower this evening, dry overnight and tomorrow, more sunshine and the high pressure overhead boost the temperatures by a degree or two. More of us, including the Austin Metro tomorrow, make it to 90 degrees. After another pleasant night, Wednesday night, Thursday afternoon, we're even a little warmer. 90, 91 degrees in much of the metro area with upper 80s out west. Remember, the UV index is getting very high to almost extreme these days. If you are spending time outdoors, going to the pool or going for a walk in the morning. Remember a hat, sunglasses, reapplying sunscreen, something I always need a reminder of when you're in the water. And remember, this is the time to take care of your pets as well. When you see a hot a dog walking on hot pavement, it's just awful to watch because look at this, even with an air temperature of just 90 degrees, the concrete and asphalt can be well over 100 degrees. Remember, if it's too hot for you to walk barefoot, we don't want your pets to walk barefoot on that concrete either. Let's take care of them tomorrow and all through the summer. This weekend, a little bit less of a concern with hot pavement because, yes, the temperatures will be warm, but look at the rain chances going up. The next storm system I showed you in California leads to a 30% chance of rain Saturday, but a higher 60% likelihood of storms here on Sunday. Rain totals over the next seven days could be three quarters of an inch to one inch in many areas, including Austin. Tonight's forecast, dry and warm with a low of 67. Light southeast winds pick up a little bit tomorrow. High temperatures at 90, pretty typical for the final day of the month. As we turn the page into June, wetter weather will return eventually. Highs stay in the lower 90s, pretty warm through the week, but a chance of rain gets started Friday afternoon, and it continues for the foreseeable future thereafter. After a stormy Sunday for some of us, a few afternoon showers and storms remain in the forecast on Monday and Tuesday. David, thank you so much. Coming up, former Theranos CEO Elizabeth Holmes is now in prison for fraud, where she's serving time. Former Theranos CEO Elizabeth Holmes is now behind bars. She's beginning to serve her 11-year sentence for defrauding investors for her failed blood testing startup. Holmes reported to the minimum security federal women's prison camp located in Bryan, Texas. That's about two hours from Austin. Holmes was convicted of four felony counts of fraud and conspiracy back in January of 2022 and sentenced in November. Her partner in the company, Ramesh Sunny Balwani, was sentenced to 13 years in prison. Former First Lady Rosalind Carter has been diagnosed with dementia. The Carter Center announced that sad news earlier today. She is 95 years young and has been a mental health advocate working to improve access to care and decrease the stigma related to mental health care. The Carter Center says she continues to live happily at home with her husband. Former President Carter is also living at home where he is getting hospice care.
Well, coming up tonight on KXAN, we've got America's Got Talent at 7 o'clock and then Hot Wheels the Ultimate Challenge at 9 o'clock before we're back with KXAN News at 10. You can join us an hour earlier for KXAN News at 9 on the CW Austin and here's where to find us. Thanks for listening to KXAN News Nightly. You can also listen to KXAN News Today every morning for more in-depth coverage of what matters most to you.